0: This is your pilot speaking. My name is Mariah and welcome to this special series of the Content Queen podcast. You have boarded flight CQM222 and you have in your hand your ticket to good content marketing. We hope you have a safe journey with us on this 90 day trip. Strap in and get ready to experience all the strategy and learnings you need to enter 2024 with the direction on how you can create content that is unique to you and your business. While on board, you'll have complimentary access to all the learnings that will help you to attract your own new passengers to grow and expand your own trip. Whilst on this flight, the flight attendants will be here to assist you to get off the content creation hamster wheel and into a new way of marketing to help you live a more freedom-based lifestyle. Each week, you'll be given a new stamp on your passport, and by the end of the 90 days, you'll be on your way to explore the world of content marketing as a solo traveler seatbelts on, we are ready to take off. Hello gang! Oh my god, I never get sick of that new intro, but I am coming to you from Colombia. So welcome from another continent. My first time in South America, so very exciting. Just a little bit of a recap. It was like a 24-hour journey from Australia. It was heavy. Jet lag is officially here, Um, but we are in Bogota for the next... um, week but as you listen to this live we would have changed but there's a few things i'm going to be doing on this trip obviously documenting on social media but one of them on tiktok our tiktok called a travelers.co um, i'll put the link in the show notes but what i'm going to be doing is sharing the experience of Colombia from i guess an australian woman um rather than you know obviously mitch my partner's Colombian. he gets these questions a lot like Oh, is Colombia safe and da da, da 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 And obviously, you always have to be cautious when you travel, regardless of where you are. But I really want to share the experience of my trip to South America with Mitch and really seeing a mixture of tourist things and I guess like um, things that the locals do. So, already we've had such good food. Like, I felt my stomach prefers the food here. Um, as you know, my health is interesting at times. So yeah, absolutely loving it so far and yeah, follow it for the journey. We're not here to talk about that, but obviously travel is a big part of my business. It's why I started it. It's why I've been very meticulous on creating strategy and really planning and having systems in place so that when I do travel, I can be free. Now, it might seem like a bit of a contradiction, like systems and processes create freedom, but they so do. And we've done so many podcast episodes on this, but this special campaign is dedicated to sharing what quote-unquote good content marketing looks like so it's not this posting 50 million times a day somewhere different content burning yourself out it's all about really working smarter not harder so this episode this week is a little bit interesting because it goes down the route of earned channels and pr now you might be thinking okay well what does this have to do with content creation and it has everything to do with content creation and it is as i said what we call earned channels Now, if you're not familiar with the term earned channels, when it comes to any content creation and marketing, there's a various range of channels that you can use. So there is um, borrowed channels, which is essentially your social media, things that you don't have full ownership of. um, So they're borrowed channels. Then you have owned channels, which are like this podcast. This is my owned channel. My email list is my owned channel, my blog, things like that, the things that you own. The things that you have more control over. Like my email list is something that I have control over. Um, Obviously, I can't control when they subscribe and unsubscribe. But I, with social media, for example, tomorrow, they could say like, okay, we're charging you now or we're shutting this down and you don't, don't have any control or your content can be removed. Like all of these things. Then we have paid channels, which is, of course, any type of advertising or any kind of paid marketing. And then earned channels. So if you do a quick Google research, earned channels are publicity or exposure gained from methods other than paid advertising so essentially it's you going onto podcasts as a guest it's you going live with people it's you doing guest blogs it's obviously all the media that you can get but all of this is content and all of this can be used in your content marketing strategy so that you can leverage obviously the exposure the credibility but then the messaging that you say on the channels that you are on for example a guest podcast on the radio, whatever that looks like. That is your messaging that you want everyone to know. So you would use that in your content because it explains more about what you do and what you know and your expertise. And often we give so much value when we're on someone else's channel because we know we're reaching a new audience. So earned marketing or earned channels allows you to expand beyond your current audience. So, I really wanted to highlight this because in 2024, if you really want to leverage smarter marketing, then earned channels might be something that you take into consideration. This guest episode gives you so much juicy value on how you can leverage this kind of marketing in your content creation, how you can repurpose and be smart with that, you know, say, hour that you spent on the interview plus prep. you know, but that's gold, right? That can be content that you use for a long time. So if you follow us on socials this week, you'll see a lot more content on this, some infographics, broken down guides, but this is the episode that is going to share with you all the things that you need to know to maximize these guest episodes that you are going to share, are going to be on in 2024 if it's something that you want to decide to do. Now, with this series, it is all about empowering you to decide what feels good for you. So whenever you listen to an episode, at the end of it, go, hmm, what do I want to take away from this? What do I want to do? And how do I want to maximize it in 2024? So that's what we're going to encourage you to do because not everything is going to be for you. You know, We have an Instagram guest coming up. We have a Facebook guest coming up. All these things, they might not align to what you want to do next year. And it's all about you taking the power on your own journey. So let's get stuck into it. Let me introduce our guest. Christina Lankowski is a forward-thinking podcast publicist and educator for entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors looking to expand their credibility and go from best-kept secret to go-to expert in their industries through being a guest on other people's podcasts. In 2019, after 13 years working in the PR realm, Christina discovered what being a guest on a podcast did for her online-based business. Since then, she's dedicated her work to helping business owners, particularly women, see the same kind of results. She has been on over 50 podcasts, including Her Empire Builder, Profit Podcast, The Heather Sager Show, and helped her private clients get booked on over 400 top rated shows, including Hello Sevens by Rachel Rogers, The Online Business Show with Tyler McCall, The Copywriter Club, and Get Paid with Claire, among many others. Christina lives in Ohio, USA with her husband and her daughter. All right, let's get stuck into this episode. It is gold and so entertaining. Welcome, Christina, to the podcast. I'm very excited to have you here today. Can you please tell everyone a little bit more of who you are and what you do?
1: Hey, Mariah, I am so, so excited to be here talking to your audience today. Um, I just love, love, love getting in front of other entrepreneurs and small business owners and really encouraging them to think about how they can get more visible. So this is going to be amazing um, to do today. And how I got to where I am today is really, I've been in PR for 20 years at this point. I've been in marketing and PR for 20 years and I've done all the kinds. I've done, you know, I've worked for a lot of companies in-house. I've worked for agencies Um, doing all the traditional PR, the TV, the radio, the print, you know, all these types of things. But when I discovered podcasts and when I saw what it did for my own business, and when I say podcasts, I mean, guesting on other people's podcasts. Um, When I saw what that did for my business, I knew that I just had to be helping other entrepreneurs see the same kind of success and momentum in their business. Oh my
0: gosh. I love this. And We are going to talk all about um, PR and visibility and podcasting because, you know, there are lots of people that want to start podcasts, but sometimes it's good just to get on other people's, right? It's a great way to share. A hundred
1: percent, a hundred percent. I really like to ask people, I love that you just brought this up and because I'm going to dive right in on this here, because I think that it's really important to understand the difference and the point of the two, Um, because a lot of people will come to me and they'll be like yeah, I really want to guest on shows, but I don't have my own yet. And I'm here to tell you, most of our clients do not have their own podcasts. Most of our clients mainly just want to get in front of other people's audiences. And I think that this is really, really important for you to understand is like, that isn't a precursor to guesting. So mm-hmm. I am all for having your own podcast. If you want to build your brand up, I'm sure Mariah can talk about how great it's been in her business, etc. But when you're really looking to build an audience and to get in front of new people, guesting is where that really comes into play.
0: Oh my gosh. I love this. And you know, it's interesting as a podcast host, mm-hmm. I have people that pitch me all the time and yeah. it actually makes my life so much easier when people pitch me. Cause then I don't have to find them. Especially
1: good pitches. Especially yeah, good exa- pitches. Yes, yes. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and
0: I think it's interesting too, because like, um, with you know pitching a podcast or going on a show or anything like that it actually shows me that my episodes or my podcast is getting seen so that's mm-hmm. also amazing for me as a yes. podcast host if i'm getting pitches because i'm like oh my god people know my podcast like yeah, obviously the stats are telling me that mm-hmm. but when you have people pitch you then you can create more amazing content um for Absolutely. your audience so it's a win-win on both accounts really. It really is yeah it really
1: is i love that
0: i love it all right so Uh, We were talking about this before the show. I have a campaign at the moment called "Round the World in 90 Days." Your ticket to good content marketing. Now, Mm -hmm. obviously, content uh, PR and the things that we do, like going on podcasts, is a form of content creation because you're Mm -hmm. creating something. And of course, it's separate, but they always go hand in hand. PR and marketing in any corporate space always sit together. Mm -hmm. You know, they always work together. I ended up from PR into marketing in my job because Mm -hmm. they were so always cross-linked. So. Mm Can you share a little bit about how this PR and content marketing kind of go together?
1: Absolutely. I mean, you really said it. In my opinion, being a guest on podcasts is working smarter, not harder with your content. Um, Because if you're like me, you like to have a conversation. This is how you really like to talk about what you do. You get people, fi- you get fired up. You can help other people get fired up with what you do. See the strategy behind it, which is like a huge part of why I go and guest on podcasts is for people to kind of shift that mindset a little bit around being a guest and what that might look like. Um, and I think that they really do go hand in hand for me. You know, I truly, and we do this for our clients on the back end on some of the shows they're on, you can be taking any podcast interview you do and creating a whole bunch of content. And I think that that is something a lot of people overlook. I mean, you know, Mariah, I can't even tell you, and I'm sure you've had so many guests on your show before that they come, they guest, they hit end on Zoom, and then never to be heard from again. And y'all, I am telling you that is one of the biggest mistakes you can make and one of the biggest pet peeves of the podcast hosts that have you on their show. Um, every single episode you do can be chopped up into many, many different things. I mean, I'm, not, I'm talking about social media stuff, of course, but also you know, you can be doing, um, e-newsletters that are dedicated to the podcast you're on blog posts or a personal favorite of mine, really because it ups your SEO like crazy. If you can have these backlinks to the hosts and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can be using the podcast interviews that you do. And a lot of people sleep on that.
0: Mm, Oh my God. It's so amazing, right? Because We are creating this content and we've spent an hour having an interview with someone, which is time. And -hmm. then, as you say, we hit end and then we don't utilize that content. And a lot of podcast hosts send you stuff as well. So you don't even have many do, do many do.
1: And I, but I will say, I'm seeing a trend where not as many are. And Mm. I truly think that that's because people aren't sharing it and they're just getting frustrated with, like, why am I taking the time? to create all this for the guest that was on my show and they're not using it. And so I think, and then of course, there's other people that do use it and promote it and you know stuff like that. And who do you think that host remembers? Who do you think that host refers more? Who do you think that host thinks about or potentially even brings on again? Shocker, spoiler alert, it's the people that are actually sharing that content. Um, so I think that it's so important to note that. And you're exactly right. There are hosts that like literally will feed you the stuff for you to just be putting in front of your audiences.
0: Mm, I know. And we talk about, you know, being on the content hamster wheel and creating all the things yes. that we can have, you know, there's, po- I've done loads of podcasts in the past and I always try and feature them as much as I can, but you can even, you know, there would have been so many gold nuggets in those podcasts that I can reuse, repurpose. Cause I'm a repurposing mm-hmm. queen. And I think <laughs> also what I love to do on my show is, and I mentioned it before is this like collaboration post, right. Mm-hmm. And the ones I've done over the years are so fun and they go on both feeds like my feed yeah. their feed the person that does it or I will never forget the guy that I made do a lip sync when lip syncing was really popular it was like <laughs> it was like a backstreet I'm back sure street. he doesn't forget it either <laughs> it was like a backstreet boys Back and forth thing. That's and amazing. He's like, that's, that's the first one I've ever done. But actually, after that, I saw him flourish on TikTok and create more content, not just snippets of his podcast, but other right. things, not lip syncing. But I feel like I really started him getting excited you just, about You broke content. the dam.
1: You broke it. Through. He was like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I want. I'm just going to do it that way. And I love that. I love that. And that's what
0: people remember. Yeah and though you know and and always those pieces of content perform the best because yeah. of course you've got two sides of it and I, I have clients we do the same thing we take a snippet from the show for the guest i communicate with them get some nice footage put it to, and they're always like this is amazing thank you so much and they always collaborate on it and it gets mm-hmm. the reach mm-hmm. so you know this stuff is easy and i think we are overcomplicating all of our content oh
1: i i couldn't agree more i think we overcomplicate a lot a lot a lot of stuff And everyone, you know, for our clients that we have, like, that's a big thing I say to them is I'm like, we can't, like, you can literally have your whole content for the year done Mm -hmm. off these 24 interviews that we're going to get you booked on over the year. Like, think about all that content that can be coming out of that. Again, we do some of that on their behalf, but it's like, there's even more, there's way more that's even out there that they can be doing as well. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think that it's, I think that it's important for people to kind of hear like, oh yeah, it's not just this one time thing. It's like, no, you can be using this over and over and you should be using it over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. And and this is authority, right? Too, because mm-hmm. you know, we talk about earned channels. So PR being something you've earned, someone's asked yep. you to come on or you've pitched yourself to go on a show. You're exposing yourself to a new audience for one, but then you're showing your audience that someone else believes in what you do. And there's I so love that much point. authority in that.
1: Yep. I love that point. And that's actually a huge reason and steal this from me, people use your podcast interviews in your nurture sequence. So I do that. So meaning when someone joins my list, as with many people that I'm sure are listening, you know, you have four or five, six emails or whatever that are going to go out to them. And in that in like two or three of those, I have guest spots in there that they can be listening to and kind of expanding on what it is that I'm talking about. But to your point, it's exactly that credibility building. They see that they're like, oh, wow, she's already been on a show. even talking about this. Let me get that. You know, let me listen to that. Or even if they don't listen to the whole thing, it's even just seeing that that has happened. That's like enough for some people to have that credibility boost.
0: Ah, oh, so good, right? You've got me thinking about all the things I can do because I made it a goal. <laughs> that's what I'm here me. for. <laughs> And let's talk about this actually, because you talked about 24 podcasts um, yes. next year in 24.
1: Mm-hmm. And I want
0: you to expand that. I had a goal this year of 12, and I think I'm at 15. Yeah, girl. Um, so I smashed my goal, but yeah, you um, did. it's really not that hard. Like it really isn't. So talk about this 24 in 24, yes. because we are talking about good content marketing in 2024. 20- and this is like, yep. this is a goal people can have if obviously they've decided that some earned channels is something that they want to get into next year, but I'd love to know more about this.
1: I love this. So that's what we guarantee our private clients. So when we work with our private clients, we guarantee we're going to get them booked on 24 aligned podcasts over the year that we work together. So what I am really challenging folks that want to go out there and pitch themselves to do is to also set that goal of 24 podcasts in 2024. And the reason that I have this number is not just an arbitrary number. It's not something that I'm just like, this is it. But the fact of the matter is, is publicity is like ice. And what I mean by that is before ice freezes, all these things are happening under the surface that we don't see. All we see is that ice frozen once it hits that 32 degrees or zero degrees for everywhere else in the world. If you're not American, um, it hits that, and you know, that's all we see. And that is a lot of how podcast guessing in is as well. And what I mean by that is. You need to be showing up over and over and over and over and over again in front of your ideal audiences, okay? Before, you're going to you're gonna become that expert. And we see this happen time and time again with our clients. They're going to show up over and over and over and over and over again. And then boom, they are going to become the expert in what it is that they do. And I think that this is a huge thing for people to wrap their head around is being on deciding that this is a strategy you want to take in marketing is not you going on two or three podcasts. This is you going on a really significant number of podcasts. The 24 is the average of two a month. That's why I like Mm. to give people that kind of average. It's also knowing that we've worked with our clients for that long. um, And we see the huge momentum that happens in their business from that. Um, But I think it's important to remember just like your time. It's like the consistency showing up over and over and over again. You're going to be talking about the same thing over and over and over again. It's not going to be you switching up the message every time. I mean, you might have different stories. You might have different whatever. I'm not saying you're like a robot that's just saying the same thing. But what we want to be doing is getting that message out over and over and over and over again on each of those shows that you're going on. But that's a big thing I find people come to me and they're like, I don't know. I've been on like two or three podcasts and it just like... Hasn't really done a lot for my business, and like, I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but that's like my first thing. I'll be like, oh, just, just like the two or three, <laughs> and 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 we thought that was gonna do it. Now you need to be on, you need to be on a lot of shows, and you mm. need to be making that happen. Um, and they need to be shows that are full of the right audience. You need to be strategic about it as well. It's not just whatever twenty four podcasts you can find yourself on. It's what twenty four podcasts are my ideal audience members listening to.
0: Hmm. Oh, I love this. And you think, say, two a month, yes, you do a little bit of research before the show, but that could provide so much content, as you say. Mm-hmm. And even with our social media marketing and our, our own marketing, we should be repeating the same message anyway, because yes. that's how it gets through. Um, yeah. I can't, I, you know, I've talked about strategy all year. I haven't shut up about it. And sometimes I think, oh, surely people are bored about it. And then I'll say, do you have a content marketing strategy? They go, oh, no. I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, oh, my message, come on, keep going, Mariah, because it's still- Need to you keep going. To yep, keep need going, to keep right? talking
1: about this. Yep, it, yep. Takes, mm-hmm. it takes a long
0: time. And I think it's super interesting because obviously podcasting is a really great way to get our voice amplified out there. Mm-hmm. Because in the marketing, you know, say, for example, social media, we look at that. You could do a collaboration live. You could do a collaboration reel, mm-hmm. which are great for, you yeah. know, some publicity. But podcasting is an evergreen channel. So it doesn't leave after 24 hours when everyone's Mm -hmm. finished with that or that live that probably doesn't get pushed out after you go live. Is this why you choose podcasting? And are there other channels that we can look at as well to kind of start collaborating on if we've decided, wow, this is actually something I really want to get involved in because I can use this content in my marketing strategy and my social media?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is a huge thing for me is the fact that it's evergreen. You know, a lot of people binge podcasts I binge podcasts. I find one that I like and I'll go back six months, nine months, you know, whatever. I'm sure people do that with your show as well. They're like, oh, I really like what this host has to say. Like, I'm going to go back and kind of listen to Mm -hmm. a bunch of episodes and kind of see what what I can glean from them. And so the fact that it is evergreen is what really, really is a huge thing for me and a huge part of the reason why I niche down totally into podcasts, Um, because I believe in that power of like having that evergreen staying power of the marketing still being there and still being a valid channel for you. Um, So I do think that that's a a really important uh, piece of it. That was like, one of my thing, like a what was it, like a year or two ago, and everyone was going crazy for Clubhouse. Like, remember, everyone was like nuts about Clubhouse. They loved Clubhouse. I and you know what? I admittedly am someone that like I don't jump. I I never got into it. I don't even know that I ever downloaded it. But I know that a lot of people were very very into it. But my main concern with that, and I think people can look back in retrospect now and be like, this this content doesn't stay. There there's nothing here. So if we're talking about working smarter, not harder. Like I was talking about how I kind of view podcast guesting and how we use it as a content creation tool. Well, you can't really do that if it's a, if it's something that we're not able to save and be reusing over and over again.
0: I know. It's crazy. I mean, and I love what you say about you don't jump on trends because this is something that um, I've asked previous guests in this. Um, yeah. You know, you're the first um, episode of the first guest of this campaign, but I have done some interviews yeah. previous but i ask about this trend you know jumping on trends because everything there's always a trend yes and i love that you say you're not big on jumping on trends because mm-hmm. they can be quite they are a trend so of course they're hard and mm-hmm. fast um yeah. so in the term in the pr world um are there sort of any trends or things that people maybe um are getting lost in or you know you're always mindful of taking them down that path because as you say it is not mm-hmm lasting forever and what yeah. advice do you give to your client because I imagine you have clients like I've seen this let's do this and then because yeah. I get the same thing you've got to kind of ground everyone back to the yeah. strategy because <laughs> there's a strategy for yes. a reason but I'd love yes. to hear your take on this as well because PR trends are huge you know like the Barbie movie comes out oh we've got to do some PR on that and sometimes yeah, exactly. it's worth it but other times yeah. like is that article going to get read again after that you know those I love of
1: this question Because my main goal always is what's going to make you money. That is always my number one goal. How does this actually bring clients to you? What is this actually going to do and bring that in? And that is a huge reason why I niche down completely into podcasts, because I do believe in them the most in regards to publicity to make money. And what I mean by that is it is amazing to get a feature in a magazine, right? Or to have your, you know, to be quoted in a magazine or maybe to be on a local news station or something like that don't get me wrong and they are they are great to be able to put that logo on your website for a for an instant credibility boost right someone comes to your website they see you've been on such and such you know channel or something they're like wow this person's like legit but when it comes to directly making you money i truly believe that you going and telling your story giving value and then being able to direct someone exactly where you want them to go is the utmost way to be able to to have that happen. Um, people don't typically like read a quote in a magazine and then suddenly go and Google someone and find out where they like, that's just not the way we work, right? But there are stats out there and I don't, I mean, I'm happy to provide this to anyone that, was, that asked, but there's a research out there that 70% of podcast listeners feel incredibly connected to the host and their guests, okay? So that means that they are just on a different level. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then if they were just to read something in a magazine, maybe even to hear you on TV, because if you ever think about a TV spot, they can't sell, right? They can't directly be talking about whatever it is, unless it's a book. So I, like, if you think about, it and if you think about what the actual outcomes of those things are, I am in no way anti-PR, it, you know, anti-traditional PR, it absolutely has a place. But when it comes to, in my opinion, what's going to make you that money, what's going to bring you really warm leads and people that are ready to buy, it is telling your story on a podcast.
0: I love this. And I have the perfect story to share with you on this. Yes, and on my podcast started this year um, and she gave me an affiliate link. And so I put it in my show notes and- I see payments come through to me through that affiliate link of people that that have obviously love that for both of you, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know, great, right? And like people that have joined her membership and things like that. Mm So, you know, it. I've obviously sometimes you can't unless you give like a tracking link to the guest to the host, da da da. But of course, that affiliate link she could track. Oh my god, that podcast was worth it for me because I that was absolutely coming in, and it's such a good point that you make here because. We are all about sustainability. We are all Mm -hmm. about making sure we get a good ROI on the content that we're creating. I've talked about this. I was talking about this with a hotel manager. You know, when you jump on trends, when you use like, and literally had a conversation about this with Instagram, when you jump on a trending sound, all serves a purpose at some point, they're fun, Mm -hmm. whatever. But if your whole strategy is around that, then you can't repurpose. Then you can't get the investment off that content because obviously social media isn't a... Um, as evergreen channel, unless you've got a lot of followers, then it does become quite mm-hmm. evergreen and TikTok to an extent, but if you're, um, you know, on podcasts or you're not jumping on trends all the time, you can go back and reuse use that piece of content. And mm-hmm. that's the same in the PR game. Yeah. If you're on a podcast like that podcast can get used, and you can go back to it and you can use sound bites for that. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I absolutely love this. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what we need to hear because I know there's just so much overwhelm with the content creation process. And obviously, yes. this type of PR is a content creation process. You jump mm-hmm. on a podcast, you have a conversation. So, you've sort of given so many bits of value on how we can save time by being on podcasts, using mm-hmm. that content after someone's been on a show, what do you recommend they do to get the most out of that? So you've mentioned little bits like putting it on, like obviously having on your website, Mm -hmm. um, using the content, but do you have, um, any recommendations that you can give on what to do once you finish that show with someone?
1: Yes. I love this question because I'm going to give you all what I really genuinely coach my clients on. And it's something I'm going to do with Mariah as soon as I hit end on this call. And that is, I am, Always, always coming to the host with how I can now provide them with value. Okay. And I think that this is a real overlooked part of being a guest on podcasts. MRI is nodding her head. So I know if you can't see her, just know that this is very, very true is that a lot of people, again, they hit end on Zoom, never to be seen from again. Right. They hit end. They don't, maybe, you know, they're probably like, thanks. And then they're just like, boom, and done. No. Me and my clients, that ain't the way we roll. And that's not the way that you're going to roll either after you've heard this podcast interview, I hope. And what that means is that we're going to hit end on Zoom. I'm going to genuinely thank Mariah for having me on her um, podcast, because I also think sometimes people go on podcasts with a mentality of you're lucky to have me. No, no, it is a lot of work to put on a podcast, a lot of work. (laughs) I am I was like, mm-hmm. I am genuinely grateful to every podcast host that has me as a guest on their show. So I want to make sure that they know that, that I appreciate that, that I really care about the time that they spent to do this with me. That's also why I'm going to show up on time. I'm going to show up with my mic ready. I'm going to show up with everything ready to go. Secondarily, um, I'm going to say, now how can I provide value to you? And I typically come with ideas. Now, Mariah already has some cool stuff that she does. She already talks about this collaborative post that she does, which of course, you know, I'm going to participate in, et cetera. But I also like to bring other ideas. Like I'll be like, hey, do you want to do an Instagram live after this uh, episode airs? Do you, I know you have a mastermind. Do you want me to come speak in your mastermind free of charge, Right things like that, that I will bring value to that host. And of course, it's, it's a great win for me too. I'm getting even more exposure to their audience, but the really, the value that I'm trying to give there is for that host. You know, do you wanna be an affiliate partner? Do you wanna be XYZ? Just like she was talking about that guest that she had earlier. And I think that this is a really important mindset shift for people to have. And I also will say that for many of my clients, that is the biggest surprise of the work that we do together. Is what they've seen from their host relationships. That was something they weren't expecting when they signed on the, you know, they signed that contract to get booked on the 24 podcast and to work together. They did not anticipate what those host relationships were going to bring them. And so I really, really, really don't want you to overlook this point because a lot of people do. And there is a huge opportunity there for you to be nurturing those relationships. You just had a real conversation with someone. Like me mm-hmm. and I, we're, we're we're really here. We're know? friends now. <laughs> we're actually looking at one another right now. Like we're having a real conversation, you know. And so I'm already thinking as I'm talking to her, I'm like, oh, I need to introduce her to this person. I need to introduce her to this person, etc. And that's kind of the way that I want you to be thinking when you think about these opportunities. And it will absolutely change your business if you go with that attitude on 24 podcasts in 2024.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh. I love it. And and it's the same. Like when I have a guest come on, I'm like, how can I now support them? And how can I, you know, I now have a contact. The best thing in business is when you have a contact for something that you can't do. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's so good because you're like, oh my God, I know someone and they're so grateful and you've helped Someone, even if you've not been able to help them, like I hate it. We all hate it when someone says, hey, do you know someone that can help me do this? And you're like, oh, no, I don't know anyone. And it's awesome. Like it, And this is what it's about. It's a networking opportunity as well. So if anyone Mm has goals for 2024 to network more, Mm -hmm. it's like I've met the most incredible people that have just showed up in my inbox, you know, pitched me, pitched to me on a podcast, we've gone on a call like this and you know, then you become amazing friends. I have a woman that comes on every year. We only catch up. Like we see each other on socials and we do bits and pieces, like, you know, engage and message each other back and forth. And then we see each other once a year. It's like, thanks for coming back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I know y'all can't see me right now, but I have a big dumb smile on my face because I absolutely love to hear this type of stuff because I think that this is such an overlooked part of this work. And to Mm -hmm. your point, it's networking. Like, When I talked, I think that's, again, what those clients are so surprised by is they're just like this networking I've had with these hosts is like insane. Like that's another level. Like they'll introduce me to someone else or they might, you know, put me as an affiliate partner, you know, and start promoting me all these different things that like a lot of people just think they're going to go on a show. And obviously everyone's going to love everything they say, and they're going to become a hot lead on their whatever. And of course we want that to happen. We see that happen. But a lot of times that host relationships tend to be like some of the most fruitful things that they do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love all this. It's so amazing and really refreshing because I think a lot of us are now coming into the new, like, what am I going to do differently this year? What right. haven't I done? What's worked? What hasn't? And yeah. a lot of us are just like giving to, you know, on social media, all of our eggs, right? Like we're just posting, 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 posting. We're not really maybe engaging and all the things. But like having this Zoom call, like every time I have a podcast come up and, you know, you've got all the things happening in your calendar and you're like, oh my gosh, okay, I got to get to this done. I got to do this. And then you jump on a call in an interview and you just like, I am always buzzing after my podcast interviews. Yeah, it's just same. such an awesome experience when I go on a podcast and, you know, it's it, sometimes people think like, oh, I've got to have this organized. I've got to have that. And of course you want to have a good mic and all these things, but I've literally done interviews for with guests and on shows in my car when I was traveling in my Mm -hmm. car and living in my car with my partner in a tent you know Mm -hmm. and and if if the acoustics are good you've got your mic it works so you don't have to have you know this perfectionist mindset with these things and I imagine that's what happens when clients come to you as well like oh but I I don't have the voice for podcasting I don't have this I don't have that and I imagine that comes up a lot.
1: It does. Sometimes it does sometimes for sure. And kind of my big thing that I really like to say to people and for anyone that's listening to us, right. Cause there are definitely people that are listening to us right now. They're like, there's no way I could do that. Mm. There is no way that I could go guess on people's podcasts. Like, Oh my God, that scares me so much. Like I can't even imagine it. And my question to you is, what do you think is the worst that can happen? And I mean this earnestly, I mean this genuinely, like, I'm not trying to say it in a way that, you know, uh, sounds like a, like I'm a dick, you know, (laughs) like I'm genuinely wanting to know, like, what do you think is the worst that can happen? Because for most people, it's one of a couple things. They mess up what they're saying, right? People listen to them and they think they're an idiot. Um, uh, You know, that's a big one, that imposter syndrome. And then also, like you said, perfectionists, people get really worried about what if I don't say the right thing? What if I, you know, what if I mess up? What if I stumble over my words or what if I, you know, whatever. And I am here to tell you that those things might happen. Okay. Those things might happen. All right. you like, I stumble over stuff all the time. You heard me. I just swore. (laughs) Like, like, it it happens. We're, we're, we're human. We're real. And if you really, really screw something up, actually, I was on another podcast interview earlier today and I really like, I was like, I could feel myself rambling. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? So finally I just stopped and I was like, can you just ask me that again? (laughs) And then I answered it again in a much more succinct way because these aren't live. Right. Like for the most part, podcast interviews aren't live every now and again, I do a live one, but for the most part, they're all pre-recorded. It's really not that big of a deal. But the reason that I'm asking all you this because these things could happen is I truly, truly believe the worst thing that can happen is you do not put yourself out there because your business will not grow if you are not getting in front of new audiences regularly. I love that.
0: And it's so funny, I had a, a client do a podcast, she does public speaking, and in the, it's like, the worst podcast you could do is the one you don't do, like the podcast interview, yeah. she did one on podcast interviews, Yeah, and it's so true, unless of course it's not aligned to you and you don't want to join it. But even with, you know, you could do a video on social media and stuff it up. I think it's because you feel like you don't have the control because it's someone else's
1: content. It's someone else's platform. Yeah. But we Mm -hmm. are
0: so not going to make you look like, I don't want you to look like an idiot because that's a reflection on my show
1: too. I love that you said that. I Say it louder. Like people need to hear you say that. It's like these hosts are not to get you.
0: Like (laughs) they want to just have the
1: best content for their audience as well.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And if someone has a coughing fit in my podcast or they say the wrong thing and it's not aligned, I'm not going to say, sorry, we don't edit that out. You just have to deal with it. Of course I'm going to edit that out. I don't want you to have that in there if you're not comfortable. And of course it's probably something like if you're rambling or something and my audience is getting lost, the watch time goes down. Right. So it's like, you know, of course it's not just, I don't want to make you feel like that, but also from a host perspective, Mm -hmm. We, we can seriously edit that out. So I yeah. love that you touch that be, touch on that because I think a lot of the times, yes, we get in our heads about so much when it comes to any form of content creation, whether yes. it's, you know, on other people's shows or on our own, but I think it's that level of control that we don't have, but at the same time you mm-hmm. do because we're so obliging. So yes. um, everything you've said is amazing. And I love this concept of thinking about different creative ways that we can create content next year that mm-hmm. isn't just us all the time doing all the things, being yes. on this hamster wheel. So before we wrap up, I'd love to know either one, two, or three, whatever number resonates with you, things that people can do after listening to this episode to help them with their content marketing in 2024.
1: I love this. I mean, I think that I have a couple suggestions if you're thinking that podcast guesting might be, an avenue that, you know, you're, you're really interested in taking, you know, you're like, you know what? I do just like to talk. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I love to talk. I get it. I'm going to, I've had a couple of podcast interviews today, plus team meetings. Like I'm going to go drink some throat coat tea when I'm done here, like sit down, but it has been awesome. Like you, I get really buzzed. Like after, like, I'm always just happy as a little clam, like when I come off interviews. So I totally get it by the way, though, introverts also thrive on podcasts. So don't let that, yes, um, they don't do. let that stress you. Okay. I'm just talking about how I, because I get like, I'm an extroverty extrovert, like 100%. Um, But what I was going to say is what I really, you know, kind of think, or what I really recommend for people is just throw out to your audience what shows they listen to. So that's, that's kind of like a step one, all right? So I want you to throw out to your ideal audience, like I'm talking about your email list, your social media, et cetera. Just put it up as a story, put it as a PS and an e-newsletter. Hey, hit me back. Let me know what shows you guys are listening to. Like I'm trying to, to find more shows. You could even say to guests on, or you could be like to listen to, you mm-hmm. know, as we head into the new year and stuff like that. And I can pretty much guarantee you're going to find some shows that you hadn't known about before. Now, a lot of my audience knows I'm a big true crime podcast fan. So I get a lot of those when I do these kind of, um, askings, which I'm all good with because I'm always looking for new ones, but I'll always get some shows that I didn't know about before, right? Like things that I just wasn't sure. And what's really, really cool about that is, you know, your ideal audience already listens to that show, right? Like they're already in there. So that's a really great place to kind of do just like some general, crowdsourcing, you know, of some podcasts that might make sense for you. Um the other thing that I really really recommend doing if this is something you decide you want to take on yourself, like if you're like I think I have the time and the ability to be pitching myself, I really highly recommend you come up with a pitch template. Um and that is essentially what we do with our clients, our private clients where you have a pitch that is 90% of the way written, right? So of course you're going to personalize it after you listen to a bit of the episode and stuff like that, but your topics are already set. You know, your credibility marker's already set. All these things are already there so that it just really cuts down that time in pitching a lot. Hmm. Um, and we teach how to do that. I have a training on how to do that, but that's also, you know, something that you may be able to just, you know, kind of create and have a framework on your own in that way. But we literally just keep them as Gmail templates for each of our clients, drop them in there, personalize them based on the show. Um, and then, you know, kind of send from there. And that just saves a lot of time as opposed to like feeling like you have to recreate the, the wheel every time.
0: Mm, I love this. We need to make life easier, right? And yes, I absolutely love that. And I think also one thing I will add to this, because I think it's very useful uh, coming from a host that gets a lot of pictures, um, being creative is amazing with that. And you can have that templated. Like I had one person like five reasons why I should be on your show and they were really fun. But then also leaving a review as well on that show, because that helps amplify the podcast so that when you are a guest, it's in the charts. But when I see people have made a review and then pitched me, I find that, takes a lot of thought and care. And obviously with like, I mean, Spotify, you got to leave five stars. You can't really leave a review, but even you can leave comments on episodes now. And on Spotify, especially you have to listen to the episode before you can leave a review. So it Mm. is really nice to see that come through. And I think it really doesn't take that long. You know, we listen to podcasts all the time. You just choose that person's podcast and you learn new things at the same time. It's Mm -hmm. like a win-win. So I absolutely love that. I think being proactive is the best way to, you know, really uh, be able to step into this space and if anyone does want to start a podcast next year this is the best way to test whether you enjoy it too of course you can't learn the tech side of things but yes. at least understanding how it works getting you know on and talking and and, amplifying and if you feel message. and if you like it if you yeah. like to your
1: point like do i enjoy this like is this a medium that makes sense for me because exactly y'all it's a lot of work to have a podcast <laughs> you need to make sure that like you want the pod fade is real like i can't even tell you we have like a minimum requirement for the shows that we pitch clients to that they have to have at least 30 episodes and regularly producing content. Because when I say the pod fade is real, what I mean by that is a lot of people end at 10 episodes or even before 10 episodes because it's a lot of work and they don't realize how much work is going to go into it. And so, I mean, I I love kind of what you're saying there. And I think it's great to be like, let me guest and see, like, let me see if this is something that I really do enjoy, because then I'm probably going to be more willing to put in that effort if I decide that I also want to have a podcast at some point as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the good thing is we have strategy to amplify your podcast so that you're not working too hard because, yes, it does take time. And then you want to, then you've got to do all the other things that create content. So that's where it's important to have a plan. But thank you so much, Christina, for coming on and sharing. I've absolutely loved talking with you. You've inspired me so much. I need to leverage on the episodes that I'm on. So thank you for giving so much valuable advice for me as well as everyone listening. But how can people find you, connect with you? We have all your links in the show notes. But I imagine there's some people that are like, oh my God, I need to, I need to really up my PR game in the podcasting space for 2024. Mm -hmm. How can they connect with you?
1: Yeah, so we have a really fun quiz at um, podcastpublicityquiz.com, and I'm sure we'll have that in the show notes as well. Um, But that's a really great way for you to see, like, what step might make the most sense. If you're like, I think I might want to pitch myself, or if you're more like, you know what, I want to apply to see if, like, they might pitch on my behalf, um, uh, then you can find us there. The other place to find me is on Instagram at publicity x christina with a ch um it's publicity by christina i thought i was really clever like multiple years ago when i love started it. now it just like annoys me but there we are that I it like is it. so at publicity by christina but it's with an x love <laughs> it absolutely love it
0: thank you so much for joining thank us, you i'm, the I'm so happy
1: to be here and i really hope that people are excited to get going with 2024 publicity and get themselves out there because uh that's how we that's how we change the world truly
0: amazing thank you so much is podcast guessing going to be something that you leverage on next year now i want to let a little insight into what i did this year so i had a goal of 12 podcasts this year um i have always randomly guessed on podcasts it hasn't been like very intentional um and i think i'm at 15 now there's a few things that i did to do this but obviously it wasn't as intentional as the work christina does um pitching is one of them being on uh, in Facebook groups that have various people always looking for podcast guests but what Christina is helping you with is getting on those podcasts where your audience is now obviously my strategy needs to strengthen but if you just start somewhere and just go okay I want to be on x amount of shows in 2024 you might hire Christina you might then go all right I'm going to see how I go with that and then get more intentional so my goal next year is to then take it to the next step and then pitch more, you know, shows that might be where my audience is at or, you know, but to be honest, a lot of the shows, I was super lucky to network and connect with people that were in my target audience. So that was awesome. But, you know, there are always people looking for guests. And as a host, I'm always looking for guests. If you think you want to try it on the content queen podcast, send me a pitch. Don't be afraid. I'd love to hear from you. Obviously with my strategy, I forward plan, but if you want to be on the show, just pitch me. I know so many people pitch me after listening to the show, so I know you're out there, but you can continue to do that because as a host, as I said, it's so much easier when someone comes to you with episode ideas and their expertise because collaboration is such a powerful part of content marketing. So obviously, uh, podcasting is one of them. There are so many others, um, you know, guest blogging, lives, all those things. But as we mentioned, being smarter with our content, we want those uh, pieces of content that we can maximize. So obviously, a live, you might not repurpose it as much as a podcast episode, you know, a blog, you would. And as Christina said, you know, things like news articles and TV has its place, but it's always about understanding what your goals are for next year. So that's what I want you to be thinking about. But that was a great episode. It had me so inspired. And as I said, on socials, we'll have heaps of recap stuff and breaking down this episode to give you a bit more insight. If you haven't joined our ninety Around the World in 90 Day campaign, you can do that in the show notes. We send out weekly emails with your pot, with your passport and your new stamp. You can share it on social media and it's just really fun. And you'll be getting a little bit more extra insight in the email, which is super juicy. So make sure you sign up for that and be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your strategy and story develops your business. Thank you so much for joining us on this flight with our co-pilot Christina as an amazing guest stamp your passport and please don't forget to share this with all your travel friends and by that i mean your business and entrepreneurial friends you could do this by adding it to your instagram stories and tagging me at content queen mariah or just tell them about it send them this episode if you rate and review on spotify or apple it allows me to reach new audience and with that get new amazing guests on for 2024 because people see the episode when it's in the charts and they pitch me. So if you want more juicy content in 2024 from us, leave a rate and review. If you haven't on Spotify, you can now comment on the episode. I'd love to know what you think and follow us on Instagram or TikTok. And let me know if there's any topics in 2024. There's a section below in Spotify and you can email us or connect with us on socials and let us know. But I will talk to you next week. Bye.